The old song continues, conditions ain't what they used to be, but the end is in sight. With two of the biggest contests of the year coming up in February, will the HF bands hold up well enough to enjoy? We'll take a look in episode 24 of Zone Zero. 4321 You're listening to Zone 000 zero, zero, zero. Hi everyone, welcome to the middle of winter here in British Columbia's interior. It's minus 26 degrees Celsius outside with the wind chill, cold enough to slow the grease in the tower rotator. But we won't let that slow us down with two very big contests on the immediate horizon. Here in the first week of February, we're angling towards the upcoming CQ WPX Ritty Contest on February 9th and 10th, and the following weekend, February 16th and 17th, the whole world lights up for the ARRL International DXCW Contest. These are two very different contests. The WPX Ritty is an everyone-works-everyone event with lots of rate on every available band. It's vital to remember that the QSO points double on 40 meters and 80 meters in the Ritty Contest, I can't stress strongly enough how great it would be if more stations went to the lower bands in the evenings to take advantage of the double-point contacts after the sun goes down. Sadly, 80 meters is often a wasteland after just an hour or two of darkness. An interesting little statistic from last year, 95% of the contacts made in the 2018 running of WPX Ready were made on 20 meters, 40 meters, and 80 meters. Now, I'm willing to bet that only a very small fraction of those were on 80 meters. It's a real lost opportunity, especially for stations that are trying to get the full time of 30 hours maximum on the air. Our good friend Ed Munns, W0YK, is the contest chair for this one. In his report following the 2018 running, he noted that a total of 3,060 stations entered as single operators last year. Almost 1,800 of those were low power, running 100 watts or less, and another 1,137 were high power. Ed sure knows this contest inside and out, and in fact, he won the high-power all-band category last year, operating from P49X in Aruba. He won, but he noted it was his third lowest score over the past 12 years. For teletype fans, WPX Ritty is one of the best contests of the year, with the possible exception of CQ Worldwide Ritty and the ARRL Ritty Roundup. There's plenty to work even now in the lowest sunspot years. Now contrast that with the ARRL DXCW contest, which only allows contacts between stations in the U.S. mainland and Canada and the rest of the world. That puts more emphasis on DX-capable stations, especially in the low sunspot years when bands won't support as much intercontinental activity. At the time of this airing, there are a total of zero, that's zero, sunspots, and solar flux is parked at 71 now, that's not as low as it can go, of course. We have seen flux fall to 68 or 69 in the bottom of the solar cycle. So we're in for a little bit of a treat with a few extra points of flux. A tiny bit more flux is better than none. Now, as I always say, recent contest activity is a good predictor of what's about to occur. For both of the upcoming contest weekends in February, I'm anticipating only limited activity across North America on 15 meters, with almost all the daytime production to be found on 20 meters. Last year, in the WPX Ritty, I managed just one contact, that's one, on 15 meters all weekend long, and I had my second lowest final score ever. 
This year, I'm expecting to land 100 or more contacts on 15 meters because I've been working stations from across North and South America on 15 in recent weeks. That means don't neglect 15 meters in WPX ready. And in the AWRL DXCW contest, I'd suggest pointing at the Caribbean from the US and Canada. Competitive stations will be there to find those openings. The multipliers will be well worth staking out on 15 meters. From here in Western North America, even 20 meters will pose real challenges in the DXCW contest, as Europe hasn't been open for more than a few minutes in the mornings this winter. But there have been some windows of light, and if one of those windows opens, things could get very interesting from out west. DXCC countries are the multipliers, so even a brief opening to Europe can really change the game. The same goes for Europeans that are searching for U.S. states and Canadian provinces for their multipliers. The openings rule everything. Last year's AWRL DXCW produced my third lowest ever final score, but I was surprised to work eight stations up on 10 meters a year ago. I'll probably poke around on 10 meters for a little while this year, hoping to find a few South American multipliers as I did last year. For me, the big ticket in AWRL DXCW is Japan. If Japanese operators get on in any numbers at all, that can really keep the keyer busy and rack up lots of QSO points on 20 meters and 40 meters. Sadly, Japan's just one DXCC country, so it doesn't do much to bulk up the multiplier count. Advantage? East Coast. Alright, that's a quick hit for Zone Zero in February. Don't let the poor band conditions dissuade you from getting on the air in these two contests. You'll have a blast no matter what the conditions are like. So, say hi to old friends and make some new ones. Check the rules before the contests start and be ready for the opening bell. If it's as cold where you are as it is here, maybe turn on that amplifier for the extra warmth. Now, let's go get them. I'll see you out there. Hey.